Hi, my friends. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. You can create the life that you've always imagined. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Today's podcast is actually an interview that I did in video form, but I thought that it was so valuable that I should share it with my podcast listeners in case some of you guys don't watch my YouTube videos. So I interviewed Lauren Berger of The Intern Queen, and she is a career expert. So if you want to learn how you can land your dream job or dream internship, listen on. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel, Lavender. Today, I'm so excited to have a special guest. This is Lauren Berger of Intern Queen, and she's made it her goal to give students great career and internship advice. Hi, everybody. Very excited to be here on your channel. We are such fans over at Intern Queen. Oh, thank so, you. Thank you. Okay, so let's jump in. Tell me, I'm so interested, like, how did you decide to start Intern Queen? So I had 15 internships in college, which is crazy. Like, no one needs yeah. 15 internships. But um, with every internship, I learned so much about myself, both personally and professionally. And I would go to the bookstore, and I would look online, and I was trying to find, like, a resource or a person or, you know, the Rachel Ray of the career space to help me. And I always came up short. Mm -hmm. So when I was graduating college, I said, wait a second. I've had 15 internships. You know, what if I could be the person that helps other students? students, uh, my friends at the time, land internships and learn how to make the most of them. I was certainly not an expert, but I had made every mistake in the book yeah. and I had learned so much from all of my mistakes. So I really wanted to kind of tell the world what I had learned. That's awesome. First of all, how do you handle 15 internships? How does that even fit into four years of college? You know, I look back and I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. Did you like double up on internships <laughs> yes, at once? I would like double and triple them up. One year um, between my junior and senior year of college, I came out to LA. I mm -hmm. went to school in Florida. So coming mm -hmm. yeah. here to LA was a big deal. And I interned at MTV, at NBC, and at Fox all in the same summer. I'm not sure all the companies <laughs> knew that I was That's interning. Crazy. Yeah, so it, it was a little bit crazy, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm one of those people that kind of thrives on having a lot of things going on, yeah. and I loved it. And the internships were just priceless and really mm -hmm. helped me get to where I am today. So is there a reason why you didn't go into a career in one of those like internships that you did? So I did. My first career was in entertainment. Mm -hmm. I was an assistant at um, a really big talent agency, and my internship contacts helped me land that dream job mm -hmm. so fast. I always uh. say getting a job for me was like ordering a hamburger at <laughs> McDonald's only, only because of my internships. My internships totally set me up for success. But you know, it's funny, growing up, my, and I talk about this in my first book, All Work, No Pay, um, my grandma always told me I would be a writer, and my mom always told me I'd be a speaker. <laughs> That's how they talk. I love it. Strong New York accents. Um, and sure enough, like, I kind of do a little bit of all of it today, and there's a lot of different tasks that I did as an intern that are incorporated in Intern Queen today. So intern Queen's a little bit of media, mm -hmm. a little bit of PR, you know, a little bit of writing. So I kind of do a little bit of all those things I was I was doing back as an intern um, yeah. as a career today. I mean, to me, it sounds like your drive came before all those 15 internships. So do you want to talk a little bit about your <laughs> upbringing and what created this like go-go personality? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I before internships, like when I when I meet high school students and they tell me that they're interning, I'm like, I was not like you. I was on the dance team. I was the co-captain of the dance mm -hmm. team. I was worried about 
what cute boy was throwing a, a cool party on Friday night. And I was worried about my friends and I really, you know, maybe I was ambitious deep down, but I had no direction and I really wasn't thinking about the future at all when I was in high school. I think what I did have, and I definitely recognize it now, is I mean, I definitely have parents that are like, you need to be your best at yeah. all times. And they really didn't accept um, anything below that. So, and, and of course, when I was like a bad child, they were like, no, you are bad. You must be better. <laughs> but I mean, they really, I think, set me up for success and they didn't want to accept that I, you know, wasn't going to be successful. So I think that my parents definitely kind of set me up with that foundation. And then my mom is definitely the mom that is still calling me today. And she's like, I watched this on the Today Show and you should cold call this person. Oh, wow. So I think so they I really do. help you along the yeah, way. Yeah, I think I get a lot of my go-getterness, if uh -huh. that's a word. It's definitely not yeah, from my parents. I see. Do you feel like, I mean, there are pros and cons to everything. <laughs> so yes, it helps you have that drive. But do you feel like you're hard on yourself sometimes? I get that personality. Oh sometimes, yeah, definitely, right? like, definitely. This morning, do you struggle with that part. Yeah. Um. This morning, embarrassing story. Uh -huh. I was late for our shoot today. Yeah. Um. Not to meet you earlier mm -hmm. in the day. I would not be late for you. It's okay. Um. <laughs> but I was late today, and I was freaking out, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm running late, and this and this, and the whole team's waiting for me. And what did I do? I didn't back out of my garage correctly, oh. and boom. <sighs> Oh no. no. I would say, I feel <laughs> that's like that's an example of like just being hard on myself for no reason yeah. and being like, leave, leave, what are you uh, doing? You're late. Yeah. So, you know, we're all hard on ourselves sometimes. Okay. So, I want to ask like, do you take time for yourself? Do you have like a self care routine? Any a hobbies? Self care right. routine. <laughs> I'm I, I, as you're saying that, mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish I had a self care routine. Um, I would say that I try by like maybe 11 p.m. every night. <laughs> To be like, okay, stop, like, okay, mm -hmm. stop, like, go take a shower, go organize your clothes, go do something, like, mindless, you yeah. know, and end your night the way you want to end it, yeah. not the way your inbox wants you to end it. Yes. So I try to end my nights, I would say, on my terms, like, I need to have, like, I go to bed late, but I do have that relaxed period at mm -hmm. the end of the night, which is important to me. I try to do that on the road as well. Like, after a certain time, no matter what, the computer just has to close, okay. or else you're going to bed thinking of emails. Yeah. So. So I do try to make sure there's an end time, even if it's late, like an end time and that there's an activity after that, even if it's just, usually it's just sitting in bed watching TV, just so yeah. I can kind of relax and again, wind down on my terms mm -hmm. and not like our clients' terms. Yeah. No, I totally love that. I do believe you have to like set a time <laughs> to like stop working, especially when you're like doing something, like you're your own boss, you know, right. no one's telling you when to start and stop work. So right. And you have you to tell have yourself. To. And when you're your own boss and, and yeah. really in almost every industry and in every mm -hmm. position today, we're all too busy. We're all too connected. Yeah. We all have too many things to do. So at the end of the day, like a to-do list is almost becoming unhelpful because mm -hmm. the to-do list just goes on and on and on. So it's really up to all of us to prioritize and kind of draw that line and say, okay, and now the work is done. Yeah. Because I'm saying it's done. Yeah, exactly. For me, I always, like, I have a huge to-do list, but every day I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to try to finish three things. And if I get those done, like, I think I, that's, that's great fine. because you sort of have to define yeah. your own success. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, then you're like, oh, my God, I didn't finish my 30 things on my to-do list. So finish. I didn't have a good day, right? Yeah. So if I think that's great advice mm -hmm. for everybody that if you finish three things, that is success. I think yeah. that's great. Okay, so let's talk about you as you've been building your empire since yeah. 2009, right? So what has been the b biggest struggle 
over the, I mean, it's a big question. There's so many struggles. I yeah. think that in running your own business, there's a new struggle every year. There's like a new theme, right? Mm -hmm. um, before, when I was when I was running my own business for the first two or three years, it was just me mm -hmm. in my apartment with my computer. So a lot of my struggles were like self-contained in a way. Now my struggles include other people because I have employees now. I have a mm -hmm. team now. So it's not just about me. I was telling my employee the other day, it was like, you don't know how much I think about you. Oh. <laughs> like, it's weird. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> She's yeah. fine. Yeah, and you know, hopefully. But you know, you think about your team now. Like, if mm -hmm. we don't succeed, it's not just my, it's not just me anymore, right? right? Um, how the business does affects a lot of other people. So we have our team. We have freelancers that we work with. There's all these other people. So I think a lot of that is just, I, I wouldn't say it's a struggle, but it's definitely a challenge and an obstacle. And the biggest challenge is that I still have not taken on any investment money. And I've been running my business for, um, we're going into year eight, yeah. which, you know, round of applause for us. Ooh, we're very happy. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big math problem. Like yeah. my mom is a math teacher and I never thought I would have to use math. I hate math and <laughs> I have to use math every single day. Mm -hmm. And it's always a matter of saying like, okay, this is what we want to do, but can we afford afford right. to do that, you know, and yes. if we do that, can we still afford to pay everybody on our team and pay, we yeah. have an office now, you know, pay the rent for office and do all these things. So it's always a balancing mm -hmm. act and it's always a big math problem. Yeah. So I think that's maybe been the biggest struggle or challenge. I like the word challenge. Yeah, right? it's a that's challenge a, that's because a everybody goes through it. it. And I've yeah. heard that like when you're in that situation, you have to be more creative right? Whenever there's like a limit to like finances, you have to. So yeah. is there a way, that, can you give an example of like how <laughs> yeah, you're creative? Yeah, I can give you an example of a way that we've been creative mm -hmm. is by hiring people that are flexible. So I talk about Marisol a lot. Yeah. Um, she's like behind the scenes right now <laughs> staring at us. But um, Marisol is, um, Marisol's our executive assistant. And when we hired her, I couldn't, we couldn't afford to hire an executive assistant full time. So, you know, she was very flexible. She had another part-time job at the time and she came on 15 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And then as, you know, we kind of got into a rhythm and we were able to rationalize kind of the expense of of Marisol, you know, all the time. And as we really saw the value in her work continue to grow, we were able to say, okay, now we can do 30 hours a week. And, you know, now she is full-time salary and, you know, that'll keep increasing. So um, it's nice to hire flexible people. I think that's, I mean, a piece of advice that I have mm -hmm. for other entrepreneurs out there is like, you don't need to hire the the crazy Harvard grad as your first employee like you and you know what I don't think that I really ever need that I have found you know very very valuable people that have started as flexible and has come on that have come yeah. on and been a great big part of our as long as they family. have the passion and they want to yeah, be yeah and I think yeah. like people being a culture fit is really mm -hmm. important too so yeah. at intern queen it's not just getting people that like want a job, right? But it's people that are passionate about the message and want to work mm -hmm. with young people on a daily basis. Yeah. Not everyone wants to call college students all day and talk about internships. So it's important to find yeah. those people that are passionate about whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And this is like a great transition into those who are looking to get their dream yes. internship or job. Like first you need the passion, but I'm sure there's so much behind that. So can you give some like practical tips for people? <coughs> yes, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, practical tips for people looking for an internship or a job or both? Oh, I mean, let's pick one internship. Sure. Or dream so, internship. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. when you're looking for a dream internship, I think 
focus is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, I meet a lot of students who say, well, I wanted to get an internship last summer and I applied for two things and it didn't work out, so I didn't get anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta have like the I'm gonna get an internship or an I'm gonna get a job mentality. And if you believe it, other people are gonna believe mm -hmm. it. And applying to two places just isn't gonna cut it. So I suggest starting with 10. You apply for 10 internships and then you kind of go every two weeks, you kind of add more to your roster. So you start by applying for 10 internships, you put those applications out. Two weeks later, crickets, then okay, you apply for another 10 mm -hmm. and you keep going. And it sounds excessive, but internships, especially summer internships, very competitive, they're so competitive. Right? And, you know, a big company like a, a Michael Kors, for example, they could be looking for one intern. Mm -hmm. You know, one intern, they might get 2,000 resumes. You never know. So it's really important to make sure you're applying for enough opportunities so that you actually walk away with an internship in yeah. your hand. So I think um, focus and determination is really important. And then just blocking out your time because everyone's busy than the next busier than the next person, right? Mm -hmm. We all have so much going on these days. You have to block out time to actually sit down, do the research, and put together your applications. Yeah. And is there a different... Do you have any more tips for jobs? Is it different compared to internships? Um, I think the mindset is very similar. Mm -hmm. I always say when you don't have a job, your job is to get a job. Yeah. So you should be going somewhere, you know, 10 to 4 p.m. every day and doing different things to look for a job. So not just going to the regular job sites. But I just, we did on um, the Twitter chat the other night and I said, seniors in college are like farmers. They should just be planting seeds, right? Like yeah. as a senior in college about to graduate, your job is to plant seeds with, a, with as many people as possible and let them know that you're coming into the world like you are about to graduate so that when you do call them when you have graduated and you're looking for that job they already knew they already know they have you in the back of your mind so I think when you're looking for a job or looking for an internship part of that process is just letting people know what you're up to mm -hmm. and what you're looking for and doing that in advance you know I would say three months before it's crunch time to find that internship start planting those seeds circle back to oh, yeah. any person and you're, you'll be ahead of everyone else because everyone procrastinates with those right. kind of no things Right, no one else too. is doing it. Yeah. They're waiting till the last minute. So just really think ahead of time. Okay. So plan your life ahead of time and just like be super determined yeah. you're going to get it no matter what. <laughs> Absolutely. And then also just make sure that you're catering all of your materials for the position that mm -hmm. you want. Um, we had this situation come up yesterday in our office when we were hiring. Um, we we're trying to find an intern for a huge fashion company. Huge. I mean, opportunity of a lifetime. We had 12 resumes that we were looking mm -hmm. at and we were like, we don't want to send them any of these candidates. And mm -hmm. I said to Marisol, who I talk about a lot, I was like, Marisol, what's the deal? Like, there's 12 people. How come we don't want to send any of the resumes? And it was because no one popped off the page. No one put, it's a fashion internship. So on that resume, you need to have something fashion oriented. And if you don't have anything like any other internship experience, you know, start to go fishing. Like, what do you have? Are you involved mm -hmm. in anything on campus that you can talk about? Any clubs, any groups, any class projects? Just put something relevant on there and something that makes us say, wow, this person has the right experience. We want to send this resume to the client. So I think, again, that's we're the middleman. We're the ones that are passing along the resumes from student to employer. Give those middlemen a reason to pass it right. forward, right? Give those employers a reason to want to read your resume instead of the other 11.
Mm -hmm. So you sound like you've always been very confident, and mm -hmm. I know that some people out there aren't don't have that <coughs> confidence when they're trying to find that internship or job. And confidence is a big thing when you go into an interview. Yeah. So do you have any tips on people who aren't as confident? Yeah, I think practice makes perfect. So I think the more well informed you are on the company that you're interviewing with, on interview skills in general, the more practice and mock interviews that you've done, the more prepared and the more confident you're gonna feel because you're gonna be like. Been there, done that. Like I know how to yeah. do that. So I think a couple things. One is if you do a lot of interviews, that's okay. Don't let that get you down. Going to an interview, even if you don't land the position, just going through the experience of interviewing is a positive right. thing. Um, and then also, again, you if you're in college, utilize that career center. If you're in high school, utilize your guidance uh, counselor. They'll often do practice interviews for you. Um, uh, in my first book, All Work No Pay, we have a list of practice interview questions. At career centers, there's lists of practice interview questions, read those, and then just do your homework on not only the company, but the person that you're interviewing with. Uh, stock mm, them on LinkedIn. Right. You do. Should, you should stock yeah. them. <laughs> okay. I think that's great. Do you have any last pieces of advice for people out there trying to build their dream career? Yeah. I think that, you know, internships change lives. I mean, not everyone is going to go on to be the intern queen, obviously, right? <laughs> There's and only they, room for one yeah, queen. <laughs> you don't need to make internships your job like I yeah. have, but Every successful person I know, they say one thing, and that is, it all started with an internship. Mm -hmm. So that is my food for thought that I'll leave everyone with today. Yeah, me too. I did like seven internships in college, and they all taught me something different. Yeah, and, and they all, I think, I yeah, now. and they help you get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a very powerful thing. That's it for today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can learn more about Intern Queen at internqueen.com. That's spelled I-N-T-E-R-N-Q-U-E-E-N.com. And you can find Intern Queen on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Everything is at Intern Queen. Thanks so much for listening today. My name's Eileen, and you just listened to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. Bye. Thank you.